Hey Summoners, welcome to Around the Rift, a podcast devoted to all things League of Legends. This is our first episode and I couldn't be more excited about the opportunity to talk to you guys about a passion of mine. This game has been, well, like I said, a passion and an addiction for me for just about five years. We have a great community in this game's player base despite all the memes about it, and I'm thrilled to be able to add to the content so that you guys can enjoy and and hopefully get something out of it. Since this is the first episode, I'm just going to talk for a couple seconds about my thoughts for the podcast, where I want it to go, things like that. Uh, I'll be uploading bi-weekly, covering patch notes, general league news, and some esports stuff as well. Uh, I want to have guests on the podcast eventually to spice things up for you guys, and eventually maybe even have players, streamers, and other things like that for you. So if you guys like the episode, don't forget to leave a good review, tell your friends, teammates, clash buddies, whoever you think would enjoy it. And if you want to head over to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, you can interact with me personally. I'd love to hear from you guys about ideas that you guys have for the podcast, where I hit the mark, maybe where the podcast needs to be buffed a little bit. Thanks for listening, guys. Now let's get into the episode. Hey, Summoners. It's your host, Condor Abor. We have a lot to go over in today's episode, including all changes coming to us in patch 10.18. We'll talk about a quick tier list for all you guys who want to get some last-minute LP out of this season. And then we'll end it off with a segment I'm calling Pick It or Ban It. Let's get into it. So patch 10.18 isn't going to be a huge meta-shifting patch, but it does bring with it some smaller changes to certain champions and a big quality of life update to Ari, and even a new skin line. Let's start with top lane. Rumble will be receiving some much-needed love in this patch. His Q, Flame Spitter, will be buffed, increasing the damage from 175 to 315, up to 180 to 340. This will give Rumble more poke and trading potential early and often, allowing him to bully out some matchups he previously didn't hold up in. Set will also be receiving a change in this patch. I don't want to call it a buff or a nerf because the way he's played and itemized will be changing after this patch goes live. Without boring you with numbers and AD ratios, I'll summarize it this way. His passive second punch will now scale with 15% of his total AD, not 50% of his bonus AD. Also, his Q's damage will be changed slightly as well. If Set itemizes more damage, he'll obviously hit harder. But if he itemizes tank like he has been, his Q will be a less effective way of helping him win trades. Shen has been a top lane monster this patch, and he's getting a nerf because of it. His passive shield will be going down from 70 to 121, down to 60 to 111. This will hurt his ability to auto-win trades, and will force Shen to back more often, relieving some of the pressure for the enemy top laner. Lastly, we're going to be talking about Kale. Her early game is being nerfed, but her late game is being buffed. Her Q will no longer refund the mana cost on champion hits. Her W's mana cost is being increased by 20 at all ranks, but to compensate these early game nerfs, Riot is also going to be buffing Kale's E. Its cooldown now scales with rank. Instead of being 8 flat, it goes 8 to 6 at max rank. The mana cost is being removed altogether, and the projectile speed is going up from 2,000 to 5,000. This is really going to hurt Kale's early game, but it's going to make her an absolute nightmare in the late game. And although these buffs are somewhat powerful for her late game, the rule for her stays the same. Beat her early and don't let her back into the game. Now let's go on to the jungle. J4 is getting a buff this patch. His Q's damage has been increased from 80 to 240 to 90 to 250. This means his early damage and clear speed is being increased, so watch out for those quick level 2 and level 3 ganks. Xin is also getting some love. His W's thrust damage will be going from 30 to 170 up to 40 
to 180, as well as the AD ratio is increasing from 75% to 80%. This means that Xin Zhao is going to be able to win trades easier in the jungle, and his ganking power will be tough to match. Now let's talk about mid lane. Let's start things off by talking about Ari's mini rework. Riot wants to make her a little bit more intuitive to play rather than land charm spam abilities. They want her to have more of a lane phase focused around farming than roaming. Ari's HP regen will be decreased from 6.5 to 5.5. Next, her old passive will be removed and her Q's passive moved over. This means that Ari can stack this on any of her abilities, so her heal is going to be a much more consistent way for her to regen health in lane, which explains the HP regen nerf. Her W is getting some changes too. When cast, it now grants a burst of movement speed that decays over 1.5 seconds. It now will also have an execute, dealing 200% damage to minions below 20% HP. The cooldown is being increased to 10 to 6 from 9 to 5, and the mana cost is increased to 55 from 40. This cooldown and mana cost increase seems like a fair price to pay for the amount of power that's been added to this ability, and it will definitely make Ari a problem for many of her matchups in mid lane. Moving on, Lux is getting a small buff to her W in the mid and late game. The mana cost is going from 60 to 80 to a flat 60 at all ranks. Although this isn't a huge buff to mid lane Lux, we will see support Lux players loving this change. Sorry in advance for the LP loss to all you bronze and silver ADC players. Galio is going to be getting a nerf in this patch. Riot thinks he just has too much damage for someone who has such a reliable kit based around CC and teamfight potential. His Q's damage is being nerfed from 20 to 220 down to 10 to 210. This nerf will hurt his poke for sure, but the real damage will be felt in his wave clear. Don't expect to be hard shoving lane to free roam as often if you're playing Galio. Though we're done talking about the buffs and nerfs to mid lane champions, it's also worth noting the rumble buffs mentioned in the top lane section are also relevant for mid as well, as he's been seeing an increase in his pick rate for mid this season. Look out for rumble if you're playing in a mobile, squishy mid laner. Rumble players love to force flashes with well-placed equalizers. Now let's head down to the bot lane to talk about some ADC changes. Misfortune is first on our list for ADC changes. Riot will be giving her more attack speed per level, going from 2.25 up to 3, and her W movement speed is going to be getting a buff as well, going up by 5 at each rank. MF has never been a champion known for tank melting attack speed or blazing movement speed, but a buff is a buff all the same, and you should be more cautious of taking trades with her in long lanes, as she can walk you down now easier than ever. Next, Twitch will be getting what Riot calls a change. I'm calling it a buff until proven otherwise. His AP ratio on his E is going up to 33.3% from 20%, which is good and all, but Twitch doesn't itemize AP. The buff, in my opinion, comes from his R, which will be also getting changed slightly, to deal more damage on subsequent targets hit while Spray and Prey is active. This is really going to help his teamfighting potential, as often Twitch players just pop out of nowhere, and before you know it, the fight's already lost, so watch out for him if you're playing in rank. Ash is also going to be getting nerfed for the second time in two patches. Riot feels she's still just too dominant in the bot lane, and though she hasn't been tearing through solo queue, this change feels more targeted at the pro players, with worlds one patch away. Her base AD is going down from 61 to 95. She just provides too much value to a team comp right now, so hopefully this will make her priority drop slightly in pro play. Don't shy away from her though if you're playing a lot of her in ranked, she's just as good. This last change to ADC really surprised me. It's a nerf to Kog'Maw. 
And though I'll be the first to admit that the nerf isn't huge, it could still see his win rate drop further than it already is. His armor per level is being decreased from 3.5 to 3.25. Also, his HP per level is going down from 90 to 85. These changes aren't huge early game, but can be the difference in a team fight, which is when Kogma shines. If you're thinking about maining Kogma for the end of the season, maybe look to another late game hyper carry for the foreseeable future, as Riot doesn't seem to be paying this champion any love. Last but not least, let's talk about our friendly neighborhood support players. The only support on this patch is Sona. She's getting a nerf. Her base HP is going down from 482.36 to 480, and her base mana is also getting hit slightly from 340.6 to 340. Neither of these nerfs will significantly impact her win rate, if at all, so don't drop her if you're enjoying playing her, especially where she has a legendary skin coming out this patch. Before we move over to our tier list, there's also a keystone nerf to talk about in this patch. Riot has decided that the new Guardian is just too strong, and too many supports are using it just because it's OP. So Riot will be changing around how the shield scales. Guardian will now grant a shield of 90 to 250, plus 15% AP and 9% bonus HP, instead of 90 to 250, plus 25% bonus HP. For the last note, in patch 10.18, it's time to talk about skins. Riot is launching a whole new line called PsyOps, and they look amazing. These skins also come with their own event and prestige skin. The lucky champions are Ezreal with both a regular and the prestige skin, valued at 1350 and 2000 event tokens respectively. Sona will be getting a legendary skin, and the other three champions for this patch getting skins are Yi, Shen, and Vi, all at 1350 apiece. Don't forget to grab some RP and pick up these skins and the event pass so that you can have a shot at Prestige Ezreal. Also, one thing to note, this event is going to be going on for a while and there will be also more PSYOP skins coming out later in patch 10.19, so keep an eye out for those as well. Ziggs is also getting his own Hextech skin this patch, so if you have 10 gemstones and are a Ziggs one trick, don't forget to pick that up either. Next, we're going to be doing a quick tier list to help you guys navigate Champ Select a little easier. I'll use this segment to name off a few champions for each role that I believe to be the best, based on win rate and some other factors so that you guys know what you should be locking in to give you the best chance at victory right out of the gate. Top lane meta has been Darius and Chen for a while now, and though I think Darius holds strong as the best top laner for patch 10.18, Jax also deserves a mention. His split pushing power combined with the nerf to one of his worst matchups in Shen mean that this guy is going to be split pushing for free LP in this patch. Other top lane champs to watch out for include Garen, Mordekaiser, and Fiora. Shen would be on this list, but his nerf makes me question his ability to win in harder top lane matchups. Jungle has had a very defined top of the pack in Hecarim, Kane, and Evelyn. These champs either have great pick potential or teamfight engage, and that makes them an absolute force to be reckoned with. Other champs to look out for include Vi, Echo, and Kha'Zix, and don't forget to watch out for J4 and Xin Zhao, who can steamroll games early by ganking early and often. Their buffs will make them see more play in this patch for sure. Mid lane meta has had a few great picks and a bunch of meh or bad picks. The greats include Fizz, Yasuo, and Katarina. These champs are unrivaled in their damage output and will be giving you nightmares if you don't itemize full tank. Other good mid picks include Zed, Yone, and Cassidy. Three champions with very different power spikes, 
but similar results. Squishies, be warned. The ADC role has been a really interesting one to follow this season, and this tier list shows that. The best two ADCs to pick right now are Ezreal and Caitlyn, both with great damage outputs and are fairly safe to play in their own ways. Both Jin and Ash also deserve a mention here, though neither are as safe as the first two picks. They both offer tons of utility. When used right, can be a game-winning pick. Lastly, support. Currently, there's a healthy mix of enchanters and tank supports in the meta. Factoring in the changes to Guardian, I believe the best supports right now are Blitzcrank, Leona, and Lulu. Notable mentions also go to Senna and Morgana for their damage output and potential game-changing ultimates. Final segment for the show is Pick It or Ban It. I'll give you one power pick for each role that is a must-use or a must-ban. I'll try not to use champs I mentioned in the tier list unless they're just too powerful to ignore. Let's mix it up and start with support first. Before her buffs, Lux was sitting at a 54% win rate, which is the highest among supports, and her buffs to her shield are going to make her even more of a problem. Less mana cost means she can throw more bindings and slows to make your lane a lot harder to play, picker, or banner. ADCs are next up. No boots, no problem. Cassiopeia is one of the highest win rates in bot lane right now, and she's a great way for your team to open up an AD assassin pick in the mid lane. Her damage is off the charts, and she will melt your front line with consistent DPS. Consider yourself warned. Mid lane, I wish I had good news. She isn't big, but don't let that fool you. Word up, or you'll find yourself on the receiving end of a Tibbers beatdown and a gray screen. Annie is so easy to play and such a powerful team fighter that it makes her impossible to ignore. She has the highest mid lane win rate, no mechanical skill involved. Buy sweepers, sit in a bush for ADCs. Banner if you can't bear playing against her. Junglers, you don't want to get caught in this web. If you have a fear of spiders, maybe skip ahead to top lane. Elise is without a doubt an early game monster. Lock her in and gank early and often, utilizing her double kit to abuse the power of having four abilities at level two. Get fed and your games are as good as over. Camp the enemy jungler to secure early drags and heralds to give your team all the advantage you can. Don't walk into the web. Just lock it in or lose it. Lastly, top lane. No, it's not Teemo, but I wouldn't fight this guy around bushes either. Maokai is a crowd control beast, supporting one of the most lockdown kits in League of Legends. He's a great choice if you want to help pick your team's fights and disengages for them. Did I mention he has the highest win rate for top laners for four straight patches? Lock him in, lock him down. LP has never been so easy to get. We're also going to be having a bit of a bonus segment for this episode. Riot has been hard at work giving us Lilia and Yone in three weeks. They're not stopping there. We're going to be getting Samara, the Desert Rose, on the PBE within the next couple days, and then live servers in two weeks. She seems like a mix of ranged and melee damage and reminds me of a mix between Lucian and Katarina. She seems like she may have a really high skill ceiling to master and can make some pretty sweet outplays. With her addition into the game, she'll also be adding a really interesting mechanic. Samara will be ranked by her passive based on how she's being played by the user. When Samara gets rank S, she can use her ultimate, which looks like a channel that allows you to auto-attack every champion within the radius multiple times. It'll be really interesting to see if this ability will apply on hit effects and maybe if it has a reset involved. That's all the information we have on her right now. Come back for the next episode where we will be doing a deep dive on Samara and all her abilities. 
be giving players a chance to see where she's good, she's strong, what abilities you want to max, builds, and how to itemize. And then I'll relay that information to you guys so you can have all the tips on how to play her before she goes live. That's all for today's episode. Hope you all enjoyed it. The next episode will be live Monday, September 7th, where we'll cover the Worlds patch, I'll give you guys my thoughts on the teams competing this year at Worlds, and we'll go over Samira and her full kit. So it's going to be a packed episode, make sure you guys come back. So this is the first episode, I did want to say thanks for listening, guys. I've been wanting to start this podcast for a while, and finally taking the step is huge for me. I can't wait to build something with this podcast and be in addition to the community of content creators for this game. Again, if you liked the episode, leave a good review, tell your friends, and don't forget to head over to our social medias and give us a like and a follow. You guys can interact with me personally and give me your feedback on the episode so that I can improve it for the next one. Good luck on the Rift this patch, guys. Later.